On a week where Varsity Sports Now is live streaming 21 high school volleyball matches, welcome to another edition of Digging It. I'm Eric Ritchie. So excited for the next hour. We have got a star-studded cast of guests on this show. On our high school segment, we'll be soon talking to St. Thomas Moore head coach Jessica Burke. A perfect season, the number one ranking coming off a state championship. Plenty to get to with Coach Jessica. Then in our college segment, Tanya Johnson. That's right. The LSU first year coach back home again in Louisiana, coming off a week where they went back to back victories over ranked opponents. The first time that's happened at LSU, about in three decades. And then in our final segment, under the radar, a player, a team that should deserve a little bit more credit than they're receiving. We're going to shine the spotlight on Mount Carmel outside hitter Michaela Page, who in her senior year is blossoming and then some and has the Cubs off to a 22-1 and start with in-state opponents. All of that's coming up, but as we do each and every week, of course, the show brought to you by Farm Bureau, St. Charles, St. John Parish, and the Sports Pub and Grill in Destrehan. We start segment one with high school volleyball. As we enter week five, what a week it is. And at the top of the mountain, 18-0, it's the St. Thomas More Cougars, and their head coach, Jessica Burke, joins us now on Digging It. Coach Burke, congratulations on an unbelievable start to the season. You can't get much better than 18-0. What's it been like at St. Thomas More enjoying all the success so far this season? Um, it's been a lot of fun. You know, seasons like this where you have a, a good returning core of players where you're not kind of rebuilding, um, it's it's very relaxing. <laughs> so it's the seasons like this that kind of keep us, keep us going, <laughs> going strong. Coach, we always start off with the guests to kind of get their volleyball background. I know high school in Wisconsin, college ball, I believe, in South Carolina. You coached at Troy, and now you've been at St. Thomas More for, I guess, 13 seasons now. Tell us how this volleyball bug struck you and when you started this this unbelievable journey. Uh, interesting story. So I actually – I never played volleyball until I was a freshman in high school. And the only reason I went to volleyball tryouts at, at Madison Memorial was because my brother played on the boys, <laughs> the boys team. <laughs> um, That's awesome. And I needed a ride. So I actually went to tryouts because um, I played soccer my whole life. That was my big sport. Uh, I went to tryouts and I actually made, they had six, six freshman teams. I made the A team um, having never played before. And it, it just started from there. Volleyball was so fun and it, it was kind of effortless for me where soccer was really challenging oh. all the time, every time. Um, so I feel like volleyball was just a lot of fun and it came really natural. And um, it's just a, a sport that I fell in love with almost instantaneously. So, And you must have been pretty good right away, too, because you didn't play ball until your freshman year. You were a captain at a Division II college, Newberry College in South Carolina. What position did you play? And tell us about your playing career. Um, well, I think from the jump, they asked to see my hands. I have these giant, creepy hands. Um, <laughs> so they said when I was a freshman in high school, like, you're going to set. And I was like, okay, cool. And um, so I was a setter all through high school. And then when I actually got to college, they made me hit, um, <laughs> which was new. I had to learn attacking footwork because I was goofy footed and um, but I have fat, a pretty fast arm. So I played Mostly setter, um, but I did swing on the right side in 6-2 formations several times as well at the collegiate level. So, yeah. And I played outside hitter for a little while as well. Yeah. See, that's what I would have guessed. <laughs> I would have guessed outside hitter, maybe a middle, but uh, I did not guess setter right away. Yeah. What about coaching? How did you make that transformation into coaching? 
Um, even when I was in college, they asked me to coach some club teams. So when I was in college, I was coaching this little uh, club team out there in Newberry, South Carolina. It was this, this cute little little group of girls. And um, I guess like, you know, my husband, who was just my boyfriend at the time, was like, wow, you're such a natural coach. Um, I didn't know what that meant. I was like, you just love me. That's why you're saying that. Um, but it was <laughs> it was really natural to me. And then um, when I was about to graduate, it's like, I, I really just want to stay in the sport. It's given me so much and provided so much for my life that uh, I wanted to give back to it. So I wanted to look for an assistantship somewhere, you know, in grad school. So that's how I, we ended up at Troy. So. And give us the transformation from Troy to St. Thomas More. I think 2010, your first season coaching the Cougars. Anything in between or how did you go from college to high school? Interesting. <laughs> it's, that's, that's an interesting story. Um, so my husband and I were at, at Troy and he worked in the, in the academics athletics uh, side and he got offered a job at, at Louisiana Lafayette, which is where he still is working in the athletic department. So we moved to Lafayette and I could not find a job, uh, I'll be honest. <laughs> um, it took me because I didn't know anybody. We were outsiders. Um, this is a very tight knit community. So it took me a little while to crack into it. So eventually I actually ended up teaching at UL, um, teaching some activity classes. That was what I was doing in my first year here. And um, I ended up getting to know Mike Dawson, whose wife was Julie Dawson, um, who actually was the coach at STM at the time. And she was just leaving. And they were like, you know, you need to apply for this job at St. Thomas More. I had no idea what St. Thomas More was or wasn't familiar with the high school volleyball scene at all. Um, so it was just connections and it was just, you know, fate meant to be. So I applied and after several interviews, they hired me. <laughs> well, I'm glad they did. And I know they're glad they did because instant success, first year state champion in 2010, and then a five-peat from 2012 to 2016. Obviously, you had some wars with Turlings Catholic, but last season atop the mountain again, beating your crosstown rival Turlings Catholic in an epic match in the state championship. So you win the Division II state championship, 38-3 and record, and now, again, you're all undefeated, 18-0. What's the start of this season been like? I remember I came out to practice. We have some video before the season started, and you can tell that was a, that was a good group of players that you had. Yeah, I mean, they're very talented. We've got some big guns, um, some, you know, the, the coaches around here will call them like my freaks, you know, because they're very athletic, just, you know, six footers that can jump and are powerful. And uh, it's the combination of my senior group with these young sophomores that I have. Um, who are also just super competitive and, and very energetic and fun. So it's a great combination, you know, and they, a lot of those sophomores played as freshmen last year, which I've never had so many freshmen start. Um, so it's just, it's the combination, you know, it's a, I'm very lucky to have these kids playing for us all right now. So. And we're going to get to some of these individuals in just a bit. But first, I want to talk about the, the matchup of the Titans this past week at the Red Hot Sticker Classic at St. Joseph's Academy. You've seen our power 10 all year. We've kind of gone back and forth. St. Thomas More, Dominican, one, two, back and forth. You finally met on the court, and it lived up to the billing. An unbelievable match. You guys win. I believe it was in two sets, but it was, you know, high scoring, 28-26, 25 23 in that ballpark you have some video of it here we're showing but i know i talked to you afterwards and you were said the key was being able to create out of broken plays and i guess if you can what do you remember about the match tell me about uh dominican which you called maybe the fastest offense that you've seen all season yeah dominican is obviously very talented they have they have talent all the way around in all of their positions so there's not a lot that you can kind of find as a weakness or a one player that you can strike at a lot or 
Um, you know, and their offense is so quick. Their middles work really hard to be available so they can make emergency moves and play the ball at, at these crazy angles and, you know, unexpected, you got to pick up tips. You got to, cause they're, they're always being, you know, their offense is always on. Um, so it's not like a team that would typically, you know, a free ball over and here's Dominican, you know, creating a, a run from their middles <laughs> on a zero tempo right. ball. So, um, just, just obviously an incredibly well-trained team with, a, with a lot of good leadership. So. They're very good. And, and, and AC said after the game, AC Froelich, of course, we're going to talk about her in just a minute, but she said it might have been the best that you played all season. What was the feeling like to win that match, an epic one? I think it's good for the girls. You know, it was a lot of question, and I know that the anticipation was big for them of, like, you know, who's going to win this game. Um, and sometimes you worry so much about that that you forget to just play it. Um, I mean, that's why you play the game, you know, because you never know what could happen. So, um, it was nice to see my team just compete and not like, you know, get on their heels and worry about who's going to win, but rather just enjoy the game itself and enjoy the competition. So that was nice. It was. It was a great match. It was fun to watch as a volleyball just spectator. OK, let's let's shift gears and let's backtrack a bit. I told you I was out of practice before the season started and we want to start talking about some of the players. And it's obviously going to start with one of those three Terminators up front, six footers, all college commits, seniors, first time in school history, that's happened. But I always talk about and hear coaches, you know, saying, you know, hey, communicate out there, communicate on the court. And, you know, some kids in high school, you know, at 14, 15, 16-year-old age, maybe that's too cool. I'm not going to be yelling out. We put a mic on on AC Froelich, your, your third-year captain, LSU commit, and she's at the top of the game in the high school level, but she's not too cool to communicate even during practice, I want you to just watch this if you remember this and let our listeners and viewers watch AC Froelich just on a routine play in practice, mic'd up. Nice serve. Off, off, off. Down. Off, off, off. Down, 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 down. Mine, mine, mine. Up. Wait, wait, wait. Cross. Good, Bez. On, on, on. Tip, 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 tip. Big, big, big. I got it. Yeah. Nice set. Let's go. Good job, guys. VSN has been so fortunate, Coach, to have St. Thomas Moore as a digital partner and being able to live stream your games. I remember two years ago when you played Turlings Catholic, um, we came over and did play-by-play -play, uh, for the match. And I remember seeing, like, AC as a player for the first time as a sophomore, already your team captain then. But you had sophomores all over. But AC – a leader on the court, and what we just saw right there, I think speaks volumes about her. I mean, I liked her as a player before. I mean, I loved her her game after what I saw at practice that day. And this season, she has just lived up to the billing. Talk about AC and what she means to this program. Yeah, I mean, AC came in as a freshman. We actually put her on the JV team. Then and played a little bit with the JV team, and she was hitting balls over me. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, why do I have this freshman on JV? Um, she's a monster. So we ended up moving her up to the varsity level. Um, but she, the, the cool thing about AC is that she continues to learn. She has a lot of humility and she keeps getting better. You know, like it's, you see her as a, as a sophomore, you see her as a junior this year, she's, she's learning to cut the ball and, you know, she's even more volatile than she was before. Um, so we're trying to get her ready for that next level, you know, cause she's going to see, some some big players um and i'd love to see her be able to compete you know at lsu so we're trying to you know keep adding to her tool belt and she just keeps she keeps learning you know a kid like that who's hungry to learn and has the athletic ability to keep getting better is is really exciting to see
Yeah, and again, <clears throat> we've talked about AC a lot, and rightfully so, potentially the player of the year this year in the state of Louisiana. It'll be real interesting to see how it all unfolds, but she is loaded with, with great talent, and obviously it starts up front with your middle, Emma Warren, and your other outside, Addison Ferez. She's a Nichols commit. Emma, uh, Spring Hill Beach commit. Tell me about those two players and some of your other players. I know a couple of sophomores from that Cajun Elite 15 club team they're just the talent all the way around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we have um, Addie has obviously been starting for us since she was a sophomore. She used to be a middle blocker on our freshman team. That was what she did her first year. Um, wow. And then she jumped all the way to starting outside for varsity as a sophomore. So that was a huge jump for her. Just athletic kid who works hard, um, loves the game, is, is easy to train and continues to get better as well. You know, she's a kid who continues to progress and, and improve. Um, and we're adding stuff to her to her tool belt as well. And then Emma is just, you know, a presence at the net. She's she's a controlled player, very mature, came in with a great attitude and maturity, even when she was a sophomore, just a continuous presence, you know, that you don't really have to worry about her waving in and out of performance. So that's really nice to have. Um, and yeah, and then I have this, this handful of kids, you know, who are who have came in, you know, my setters and, and Bev Poche, who's a middle blocker, who you know, here lately has really started to turn turn it on with her offense and can terminate as well. Um, so we're excited for the future in that regard. And then I have a, a pair of DSs who are, are really competitive and are helping us get better. And they're going to be really good as well. So, yeah, it's, it's nice to have. I'm lucky, like I said. You are. You are. Yeah, it's a tough <laughs> problem to have, trying to fit the, all those great players onto the court at one time. And uh, obviously, we talked about a meeting of the Titans with Dominican this past weekend in Baton Rouge. You have another little match, Crosstown Rivalry, coming up on October 20th. And head coach Terry Bear and Turlings Catholic, what a tremendous rivalry it's been with you guys over the last decade or so, uh, in particular culminating last year in that Division II state championship game. Oh, my goodness. So, I guess if you can, what's that rivalry like for you, the players? And tell me about that match on October 20th that we live streamed right here on VSN. Yeah, I mean, my relationship with Turlings is, is unique because I know a lot of their kids and, and we've worked with some of their kids in the past and, um, you know, have great relationship with a lot of their players and their coaches. So it's not, you know, I think that the STM makes it a big rivalry. The Turlings community makes it a big rivalry. But for me personally, um, oh, <laughs> you got to know. It's all right. You're busy at school. We're appreciating <laughs> your time while you're at, while you're at work. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's a friendly for me. It's a very friendly rivalry. You know, you, you hate to lose to anyone, um, but you know, over the years, like I said, I just I had such a such a good relationship with those players and coaches. So um, I don't know. I guess I don't I don't get as like fired up about it as some other people do. If that makes sense, it's 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 fun for me. I enjoy I enjoy those type of games where it's a lot of competition and yeah, like I said, you got to play the game because anything could happen. So. No doubt. No doubt. We look forward to that one as well. Hey, and I brought up the, this past state championship, you know, all of your other state titles, you have all those fond memories of coming over to this area over in Kenner at the Pontchartrain Center. Now it's, you know, last year was the first of what is now going to be a three-year contract at the Cajun Dome, kind of right in your backyard. What's the biggest difference for you outside of the obvious demographics where you just have a short little jaunt to get there? What's the biggest difference for you? And what did you notice last year uh, for the players and you playing in the Cajun Dome as opposed to a state championship tournament at the Pontchartrain Center? 
I think the biggest thing for us was that was the community involvement. Um, it was, you know, cause it's a long trip to get out there uh, for people, to, you know, especially during the week on a Thursday or Friday. So um, we had, you know, tremendous support from our student body and from our, our spirit squads were all there, um, you know, starting from the quarterfinals on and, and people got to really see what that environment is like. You know, a lot of people have missed out on that because, you know, they just can't make the trip or they have their own games or practices that they have to stay in town for. Um, so to be able to do that, you know, in my administration, let the, let the students out early so they could come um, just so they could see like, you know, what our volleyball team is all about and, and how much you know, pride we have for our school. And um, that was a really cool, you know, to have, have a crowd and uh, have a lot of support and excitement generated around us. So. Well, you'll probably have that again this year as we, as we let you go, I guess if you can, to our Digging It podcast listeners and viewers, what would you like them to know about you, your program, um, what, you've, what, what you've achieved in over a decade uh, of success at St. Thomas More? When they watch a match, whether it's in person or streaming on VSN, what do you want them to know when they're watching your team? I guess the most important thing is just like how hard my team works. Um, you know, it's not just like that they're just blessed with talent. Like they really grind and we really work really hard. Um, and I push my team to their limits physically and mentally. And um, but we have a lot of fun doing it. So um, just that I'm really grateful to, to always work with these kids in this program is, has been a blessing because the kids are so hardworking and mature and it's just it's really nice to have you know they're all at this really high level of 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 grit and hard work so yeah well <laughs> that that's awesome because it's been an interesting run this year it's been a great ride 13 years for you at st thomas more coach we wish you the best of luck we're barely halfway through the season it's hard to believe we played so much volleyball <laughs> already a lot of uh meat left on the bone we wish you the best and uh, we'll see you on vsn and we'll see you in person hopefully at that october 20th turlings catholic game best of luck to you and your players you've done a tremendous job and we wish you the best well thank you thank you for having me i appreciate it <laughs> you got it you got it that's 13th year st thomas moore head coach jessica burke wrapping up our high school segment here on digging it don't go anywhere because coming up on deck, we go with our college segment. That's right. We're talking about LSU and Tanya Johnson's homecoming to her home state has been sensational to say the least. We're back with Coach Johnson after this. Time out. Hi, I'm Chris Hogan with Farm Bureau. Real service, real people. Hi, I'm Andreas Hackman with Horn Bureau. I'd like to wish all the athletes in the River Parishes a safe 2022 season. Hi, I'm Robert Palmasano with Farm Bureau. We've been protecting families for over 75 years in the River Parishes. Your friends for life. Hi, I'm Aramie Malonson with Farm Bureau, Louisiana's insurance company for home, auto, and life. I'm Will Sermon with St. Charles St. John Parish Farm Bureau. We provide outstanding customer service. Our amazing staff and in-house claims adjusters assure that you'll be taken care of in your time of need. Real service, real people. Proudly serving Louisiana families for over 70 years. 
Sports Pub and Grill in Destrehan has it all. A great place to watch the game, daily drink specials, and you won't believe the food. From our fresh 10-ounce burgers, fully loaded baked potatoes, and great salads, too, like taco salad and grilled chicken. Need something to rinse it down with? How about one of our refreshing daiquiris? A great atmosphere for the whole family. Just a few miles west of the airport. The Sports Pub and Grill, 3001 Ormond Boulevard in Destrehan. As a player, she helped LSU to a pair of SEC titles and a Final Four appearance. She was an assistant coach from 98 to 02, and now she's back. Tanya Johnson as the head coach of LSU Volleyball. And she joins us now on the Digging It podcast. First of all, Coach Tanya, congratulations on an unbelievable start to the season and welcome to Digging It and welcome back to Louisiana. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be on today. Well, we're certainly excited about it. And I know the LSU volleyball fan base has been pumped and a lot of reason to be excited. Um, A lot to get to, but um, let's first of all, just get to the most recent and that's back-to-back wins over ranked teams for the first time. This happened at LSU in in almost 30 years. Uh, A big win last week against Arkansas, followed by a big win against Kentucky. Tell us about those two wins, what that meant to your program, and kind of starting this SEC schedule off with such a high note. Well, I, you know, obviously I, I, I take my hat off to, uh, to our team for um, just, just showing up and coming in and, and, and playing hard. Uh, I think we've had a lot of close matches uh, during our preseason uh, run. Um, you know, we, we lose to Rice in five. Uh, we lose to Houston in four. We lose to Penn State in four and had some opportunities to, to put ourselves in a good position uh, to win. And we just couldn't finish. Uh, and so uh, we've just been really working on that the last couple of weeks and putting them in situations to where uh, they have to finish. And, you know, last week was a was just a great week of uh, what we trained and practiced transferring over to uh, to match play. And that part was really, really fun to see. And so. We executed when we needed to, uh, and when we needed to to put ourselves in a to put ourselves in a situation to win. Um, and I couldn't be more proud uh, of the group of young ladies that we that we represent and coach every day. That sounds great, and I want to tell you about even on the high school level, coach. How important I've noticed hitting efficiency is in the game. And when your hitters and the pins or the middle are on, it makes a huge difference. When you're on the road at 15th rank Kentucky, you've got so many things going on, but your hitters attack at a 364 percentage. I mean, that's huge. And I know when your hitters are on, hitting efficiency so important to your success. Absolutely. We've been working really hard just trying to, one, get our setter hitter connection better. Uh, but two, um, just really working on, on having a better shot selection and making sure that we're, uh, that our hitters are choosing the right shots in the right time. And so, uh, you know, obviously, you know, when you're in system, it's, it's a little bit easier, but uh, we've been really working on our out-of-system game and making sure that our, that our attackers are, are taking risk and being aggressive uh, from an out-of-system standpoint instead of uh, just having the, the, the notion or the theory to just keep the ball in play. Uh, and so that's something that we've been working on all season long and we'll continue to progress with that and they'll continue to build their confidence with that. And so uh, hitting efficiency plays a huge key um, in, in terms of being successful in our sport. 
Coach, one word I've heard you use in your post-game comments after a loss, after a win, is grit. The grit of your team this year. If you can, elaborate a little bit more and talk about the grit of this team and and, and tell us about some of the players. Let, let's make them kind of household names in the state of Louisiana and the players that – the high school players and coaches that watch this show um, that they should know. Uh, I, you know, when you talk about grit, you're just talking about being mentally tough and and making sure we we leave it all out there and making sure um, that that we make the choice to make sure we go for a ball that we don't pick and choose. Uh, and that's what I mean by grit. Uh, I think oftentimes you see in our sport uh, where there's a ball that a kid can get and that kid has convinced themselves that they can't go get that ball. Don't make that choice. Make the choice to go. And you never know what what will happen if you just make the choice to go. Uh, and so that's what we talk about a lot is making the choice to go. Uh, and you'd be surprised at what you can get up if you just choose to go. Uh, and so uh, just in terms of that grittiness, I'm, I look at our libero, Ella Larkin, who uh, is in top top four, top five in the conference and, and digs per set. Um, I think she's doing a fantastic job for us. I think she's doing a great job of passing. Uh, but just her defensive mindset and wanting to keep the ball off the floor uh, has been key for us. Uh, another one of our DSs who uh, I don't know a player that plays with more uh, passion and pride than Jill Bonet. Uh, she is a kid who is just tough uh, and just loves the game of volleyball, and she gives it 110% uh, every day. Uh, I've seen some significant strides from uh, our pens and Sine Dodson and Paige Flickinger from a defensive standpoint. Uh, and just wanting to create opportunities for us by getting that ball up uh, and making sure we have something going back at uh, back at the defense from an offensive standpoint. And so uh, and then, you know, and then you talk about our block, too. Uh, I think our block has done a great job of setting a pretty solid block so that our second and third line of defense uh, can play behind that. Uh, and that's important on our level with the speed of the game. And so uh, and, you know, we talk all the time about we're not going to stuff block every ball. Uh, so let's just get that out of our, our head that the, our intent is to stuff block every ball. That doesn't happen. Uh, our goal is to get a touch and slow the ball down so that, uh, so that we can run our offense. I have enough confidence in our offense that, uh, that we, can, we can run a good offense if, we can just, if our block can just slow that ball down and get a touch on it uh, and we come back at our opponents. That's awesome. I know – Prior to becoming a head coach again, I, I heard that you made a short list of, of things that you would like to do differently. You said you wanted to be yourself. You said you yeah. wanted to give yourself more grace and you yeah. wanted to be a better communicator, both yeah. the way you talk to players, but the way you listened to players and staff. How has that gone so far as a head coach of LSU? You know what? If I had to grade myself on, on a scale of one to 10, uh, today, I'd probably give myself about a seven and a half, eight. I, I think I I'm, like I'm sticking true to who I am and just in terms of who I am as a coach, uh, making sure that uh, our players understand uh, where where they stand and, you know, why they're on the court, why they're not on the court. Uh, and then just giving myself some grace when, when things aren't going well, because uh, obviously I'm not perfect. Our players aren't perfect. And so we talk all the time about just give yourself a little bit of grace if, if if we could play this game perfect, everybody would play, you know? Uh, and so I, I feel like I've held true to uh, to those three things and I'll continue to work on those things. But I, I, I feel pretty good about where I am 
in, in terms of uh, my three goals uh, at becoming the coach here. That's excellent. I, I, I'll give you an eight and a half, maybe a nine. You know, you. I, I'll, I'll, I'll add a point on there. Hey, listen, <laughs> when we talk about Tanya Johnson, when you, you ask people around the volleyball community, one thing keeps popping up, and that's like your ability to recruit on a national level. And obviously, your years at Texas. I mean, look at all the, S, uh, the final four, what, five final fours in 14 years. You recruited uh, many of those players that starred in that 2020 state champ or national championship that we watched. What is the key to being a good recruiter in, in volleyball? Well, obviously being able to develop relationships. Uh, I, I think that's so, uh, so important as, as a recruiter, uh, developing relationships with that recruit uh, and with j just everybody in her circle from, you know, from, from the parents to the high school coach, to the grandparents, to everybody, just being able to, to build relationships with those people uh, and then building a line of trust, letting them know that uh, if they come play for you, that um, you're going to have their best interest at heart and put them in the best situation to be successful both on the court uh, and off the court. And so that's something that I take a lot of pride in. Uh, obviously, I, I have one of the best recruiters in the state on my staff and Jill Wilson, uh, who is very, very good uh, at, at a recruiting standpoint and is very organized and has done a heck of a job for us. Uh, from a recruiting standpoint. And so um, us working together and, and, and having Ke Kevin Enlow, our other assistant, uh, I think we all work well together, but also showing the recruit and their families that uh, we have great staff chemistry. Uh, and I think that that just flows down to our team to have great team chemistry. And so uh, leading by example and letting them see that and letting them see how they how we operate with our team and how we communicate with our team uh, makes for makes for great recruiting. Coach, obviously you're back home. You, you grew up in the Zachary, Louisiana area, real close to Baton Rouge. You've, you've been close to the state, whether you're actually living in it or not, you know, most of your entire life. You've seen volleyball all over the country. And I want you to be, if you have to be brutally honest with us, go ahead and do so. But I want you to evaluate volleyball in Louisiana. Obviously, we're in a football state, right? We have all these professional uh, NFL players that have come out of Louisiana. And, and I know uh, Jeremy White told me that out of Southeastern. He's like, you know, hey, there's athletes in Louisiana. And these athletes uh, from Louisiana that are playing on the club level, that are playing high quality um uh, high school level. I want you, you know, there's no prep dig down here. We don't follow recruits like Texas does, like Florida does, or the Midwest. <clears throat> Tell me about volleyball on an amateur level in Louisiana. Where do you see it and, and how strong is it? You know, I actually think it's gotten better. Um, I, I think, you know, just from uh, our standpoint, from what I've seen thus far, and that's, I haven't seen, a, I haven't seen any uh, high school matches uh, a lot of those, but, uh, you know, we had several Louisiana teams here at team camp um, this summer, uh, and I like the direction that it's going in. I think the biggest thing for me, uh, the biggest thing that got me super excited about Louisiana volleyball was that there was volleyball up north, up in north Louisiana, uh, which I feel like people have been working on for the last 40 years to make happen. And so uh, seeing that and seeing the schools from north Louisiana at our team camp um, this past summer, uh, was was huge. And so I think if we can continue to grow the game uh, and teach people about the game uh, and get more uh, more young girls playing the sport and 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 drawing a, an affection to the sport, 
I think we're going to see really good things. And I think, you know, you know, obviously in the past, there's always been one or two good volleyball players that come out of the state of Louisiana that are that go to big schools. And I think I think we can see that happening more. Um, and so I, I, I would love to see that happen more. And so uh, so I think we're headed in the right direction. Uh, like I said, I was very encouraged by what I saw uh, this summer by all the teams that came to our team camp. Uh, and I was able to develop a good relationship with all of their coaches. And, and so I, I think people are thinking the right way in terms of where, uh, of where this sport's going and what people are, are trying to do. I think there are a lot more clubs in the area. Uh, so there's a lot more opportunity provided for young ladies um, to play year-round volleyball. And I think that's the key, right, uh, is, is being able to play volleyball year-round. That's how you become good. And, you know, that's where we spend most of our time recruiting is on the club scene because – Obviously, our season's the same time as the high school season. Right, right. And I always, I, I hear that. And I know like football coaches will, you know, sometimes go to a big high school football game during the season. But volleyball coaches do that club thing. Like when we're in Orlando at AAU Nationals, I mean, there are just college coaches all over the place. And that's, it's it's easier for you to do it that way. And it's, it, I guess, is the, is the, is the talent level, um, much, much higher on the club level in those open and premier divisions, as opposed to, to, to watch in high school matches in Louisiana in person. Yeah. And I think more importantly, you get the opportunity to see a lot more kids. You can, yeah. you yeah. know, you yeah. can watch a hundred kids in two days instead of watching one or two kids in two days. Uh, and so uh, it just makes sense for, for our sport um, to be able to, to recruit that way. Uh, you know, we only get, we get 80 days um, to, to make that happen for ourselves. And, uh, those club tournaments are just uh, a great way for us to to have two to three quality days of watching uh, of watching uh, players play, uh, and so uh, and so that that's an easy thing for us. Whereas if you know I go to a high school match, uh, I'm only going to see one or two kids, uh, and I may only be coming to watch one kid, um, and so that that just makes it difficult for us. And then just from a traveling standpoint, uh, as coaches, we don't like to miss practice and. Uh, and so it just makes it difficult uh, in terms of uh, in terms of getting out and, and seeing players because of our practice schedule and our travel schedule uh, and our playing schedule. Coach Johnson, tell us about the the atmosphere for home volleyball matches now, as opposed to uh, the '87 to '90 era when when you were playing and helping this team win SEC titles and go to a Final Four. And I know you're trying to bring that 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 atmosphere back. I know, and, and it's, it's I've seen it a little bit. And this weekend with Ole Miss, especially, you know that this community, when you got a winner, they're coming out. They want it. They want to see your team. If they yeah. haven't heard about LSU volleyball before, now they know that this team is beating ranked team, beating Arkansas, beating Kentucky. They're going to be out there. They're going to be watching you. What has been the the biggest difference, I guess, in the atmosphere and and what do you want those fans to know about man come it's so important to be there to, to cheer this team on absolutely I, I would like to encourage if you're a volleyball fan even if you've never seen the game before uh, I I think our sport is a lot more exciting than it was 35 years ago when when I played um, and I, I think the game has changed I think we're more dynamic I think we're I think we're faster I think we're jumping higher and I just think there's so uh, so much excitement going on uh, when watching volleyball. Uh, and I know sometimes it can be too fast for people, uh, but that's what makes it exciting. When you see young ladies just 
jumping with their head and shoulders above the net. And you're, th- you're seeing people just grovel and going to the floor to get balls up. And so our sport has gotten really exciting. And I think it's very fun to watch. But uh, I think for us, you know, against Arkansas, we had our band, we had our student section, we had a bunch of great fans there. Uh, and that makes it super exciting uh, to come watch when you have just constant noise going on in the gym and you can hear it in the background. And so uh, I thought our student section and our band did a, a fabulous job for us against Arkansas. I thought our fans were into it um, and we need that. We need that night in and night out when we play home. And so it's really hard to play uh, when 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 there's not a lot of people in the stands and it's super quiet and you're asking your team to not only compete, but go out and create their own energy because it's so quiet in the building. And so uh, that they just gave us energy against Arkansas. And uh, I, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was electric. Uh, and I, I think that we can do a better job of getting people in the stands and uh, getting people to buy into the notion that we have a good volleyball team here uh, at LSU. And so uh, they play a huge, huge part uh, in our success. And so I would encourage uh, people to come out and, and watch as much as possible. And speaking of that, let's just set it up. Ole Miss, Friday at 7, Saturday at 6, preview the matchup. What has to happen for LSU to be successful this weekend, Coach? Uh, well, I think, you know, one of the things that we didn't do well against Kentucky on Sunday was the serve and pass game. Uh, I, I, keep, uh, I can't stress enough uh, how important, from a serving perspective, being able to put pressure on the other team to get them out of system. Uh, but I can't stress enough either – uh, us being able to uh, to pass uh, and being able to run our offense so that uh, their defense is not keying on one or two people uh, uh, on our side of the net. And so the serving pass game is going to be so important. But then also what we do, uh, what we do out of system too. Uh, if we can put pressure on them out of system uh, in terms of taking risk and going up and, and swinging and, and aiming for a high hands and, and tooling the block and, and, and getting them in trouble, uh, so that they're scrambling on the other side of the net, I think is going to be uh, a huge part uh, for us to be successful. Ole Miss is a great team. Uh, their record is not uh, indicative of, uh, of of their record, you know. Uh, and so uh, they're a great team. Their middles are good. Uh, their pins are good. They they just do a heck of a job uh, playing the game. And, you know, Caleb Amworth has done an excellent job there turning that program around and getting them to where they are today. Cannot wait. Looking forward to that. Thank Looking you. forward to having you back home. As we let you go, I'm going to open up the mic for you to let these people know, these fans, this volleyball community know, what do you want them to know about you and your program and what you're trying to build on your you know, return home uh, to LSU in the state of Louisiana? Listen, I, there is a lot of pride and tradition associated with LSU. And I know the whole state of Louisiana loves LSU. Uh, And I want people to come out and support us uh, because they love LSU. Uh, And and I think that's one of the biggest things for me is for people to understand that uh, our players and our team, uh, we we deserve to have the fans in the stands cheering for us and cheering us on to victory. And so, you know, it, it is my goal year in and year out to make sure we put a good product on the floor. Uh, and that it's exciting and it's fun so that people come and have a great time. Uh, And that's why we want to create an electric atmosphere uh, for people to come. Uh, And I know we have to win in order to get people in the stands. And so I understand that. And and we are working hard towards that. 
Um, but I think if, if the fans will come out uh, and invest a little bit in LSU volleyball uh, and, and see where this program's going, because uh, I think we, we have big things in the future uh, happening for us. Uh, I, I just hope that people will come out and trust um, that we are working our tails off to put a product on the floor. Uh, one, that's going to win consistently, uh, but two, uh, that's going to put on a great show uh, and, and really, really uh, ensure that we get people back in the stands and that it's fun for them, for them to come back and watch. Coach, you got me excited. I know you got this fan base excited. We're pumped for LSU Volleyball. Thank you so much for not only uh, joining us here on this show, but, man, being back in Louisiana and charging this uh, this team up. We're, we're excited about it. Congratulations on the big wins already in the SEC. Uh, best of luck throughout the year. And let's have you back on later on and we'll talk about this season, how, how you keep on rolling. Would love to. And thank you so much for having me on. I uh, appreciate what you're doing for the sport of volleyball. Um, and, uh, again, I encourage people to come out and watch us play this weekend and go Tigers. Awesome. Thank you so much. That's Thank head you. coach Tanya Johnson joining us here on digging it. We take another break and we remind you the show is brought to you by farm bureau, St. Charles, St. John parish, as well as the sports pub and grill in Destrehan. When we return, we're going to go under the radar and check out a senior outside at Mount Carmel, Michaela page, who's been tearing it up and needs to get some pub and let people know how good she's playing. And we're going to do just that shining the spot on Michaela Page when we return. Hi, I'm Chris Hogan with Farm Bureau. Real service, real people. Hi, I'm Andreas Hackman with Farm Bureau. I'd like to wish all the athletes in the River Parishes a safe 2022 season. Hi, I'm Robert Palmasano with Farm Bureau. We've been protecting families for over 75 years in the River Parishes. Your friends for life. Hi, I'm Aramie Melanson with Farm Bureau, Louisiana's insurance company for home, auto, and life. I'm Will Sermon with St. Charles St. John Parish Farm Bureau. We provide outstanding customer service. Our amazing staff and in-house claims adjusters assure that you'll be taken care of in your time of need. Real service, real people. Proudly serving Louisiana families for over 70 years. The Sports Pub and Grill in Destrehan has it all. A great place to watch the game, daily drink specials, and you won't believe the food. From our fresh 10-ounce burgers, fully loaded baked potatoes, and great salads, too, like taco salad and grilled chicken. Need something to rinse it down with? How about one of our refreshing daiquiris? A great atmosphere for the whole family. Just a few miles west of the airport. The Sports Pub and Grill, 3001 Ormond Boulevard in Destrehan. Welcome back to the Digging It Podcast. I'm Eric Ritchie. So glad you're back with us. We've already had a tremendous lineup of guests with high school and college coaches. Now it's time to go under the radar. And when we go under the radar, we shine the spotlight on a player or a team who deserves a little more credit based on the play they've been putting on. This week, it's Mount Carmel's Michaela Page. She's a senior outside hitter. And she's coming into her own, maybe a late bloomer, very similar to what we had a couple weeks ago with Ponchatoula's uh, Riley Castello. Well, Michaela Page is is absolutely terminating the ball. And she's been a big reason why Mount Carmel has shot out to an incredible 
22 and one in-state record this season. Uh, she plays club at WD and she has been just a, a tremendous player over the years. She wants to play college. She should be playing college. And let's find out a little bit more about Mount Carmel senior outside hitter, Michaela Page. Hi, my name is Michaela Page. I'm number 10. I'm a senior and I'm an outside hitter. What I love playing most about volleyball is definitely the competitiveness and getting to meet new people and playing against the best people in all the different states. And I just love competitiveness. And ripping the kill is Michaela Page for her third kill early on. Over the past couple years, I've pretty much been in everybody else's shadow because we've always had such great people. So this is definitely my time to start shining. And I've been working hard off season and during season after. So yeah, I'm just ready. I definitely want to play college volleyball, um, but I have no idea where I'm going so far. I have all, like I have people that want to offer me, but I just don't know where I want to be yet. Brown backs at Page. Oh my, boom time. Michaela Page, I'm running out of room on my stat sheet in the kill column. The process has definitely been challenging, especially since a lot of people have already had like their rosters ready and stuff. But I would say for anybody watching that I work my hardest and I'm going to put 100% effort each time. Always great to hear from Michaela and certainly want to shine the spotlight on her play and her as a person. Just a wonderful person and a great family. Her father, Colin, he actually played high school basketball at St. Augen, college basketball at SMU. Uh, both uh, Michaela's mom and dad, some of the nicest people that you're going to meet, and we wish her the best in her pursuit of playing college volleyball. Okay, what's coming up this week on VSN? We told you we're in the middle of 21 volleyball matches this week. Here's a look at some of them. And again, Thursday, you're gonna tonight you're gonna get a chance to see Michaela and her Mount Carmel teammates, Lindsay Wickersham, UAB Beach commit, and a, a slew of great players. They're gonna be taking on Cabrini with first-year head coach Matt Tucker. We'll have that one for you live, as well as you get a chance to see uh, our first guest, Jessica Burke, the head coach at St. Thomas More, the number one ranked team, undefeated. They're taking on Sacred Heart. We'll have uh, that one for you, JV and Var. And at the bottom of the screen, you see the Terrebonne Lady Tiger Classic. 16 matches. We're going to be set up at the Homa Civic Center on court two. And Coach Craig Hamner of the Terrebonne Tigers, he's going to bring some of the best matches of this tournament uh, right to court two so we can live stream them. You can see the list on them right there. I think five or six of these are in the VSN top 25. Uh, good chance to see Terrebonne a couple times. Parkview Baptist we get to see. Ben Franklin, Jody Pulizano. Uh, we get to see Newman, an incredible win earlier this week after losing the first two sets at E.D. White, coming away with a five-set win. Newman's 20-1 and one, uh, going into uh, this weekend's tournament as well. You get a chance to see them. I can't wait to see Westminster in person for the first time. The same could be said about Haynes. So many quality players, both beach and indoor, on that Haynes team. Excited about them and Bell Chase. They started out 15-0. and 0. I'll get a chance and you'll get a chance to see them uh, for the first time uh, this year as well. Bar, Biota, I mean, the list goes on. Super excited about the volleyball we'll be bringing you this weekend. Uh, the Terrebonne Lady Tiger Classic, and it's brought to you by South Louisiana Bank. And can I get an IE? IE! 
There you go. That's South Louisiana Bank's motto, and they do a tremendous job. It's time for us to say goodbye on this week's edition of Digging It. I'm Eric Ritchie. Certainly want to thank our guest, Jessica Burke of St. Thomas More, Tanya Johnson of LSU, and uh, certainly our director, Justin Thomas, for all his hard work on the show. I'm Eric Ritchie. Thanks so much for watching, and uh, we'll see you on VSN doing a game here sometime soon. Good night, everybody. Mm-hmm.